Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gang's all here, ready to go on this Monday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. John Smoltz called the Dodgers clinching win last night. Johnny will join us second hour. We'll check in with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got some problems with Baker Mayfield Jr. the third. We'll have a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. Congrats to the Dodgers going to the World Series. And that'll start on Tuesday night, the Rays and the Dodgers. You got tonight, Chiefs-Bills. By the way, don't sleep on the start time, 5 Eastern. Cardinals-Cowboys after that. And if you're wondering why 5 Eastern, it's because ESPN owns Monday night. Now, this game was pushed there because of, you know, the COVID test. And you got the other game, you know, this is on Fox. So you're going to have to put that game in there at 5, and then they'll be promoting the Cardinals and the Cowboys because... It's supposed to be an ESPN night, but that's why you have a 5 o'clock Eastern start with Chiefs and the Bills. We've been spending a lot of time talking about the NFL MVP this year. Too much time. Uh Probably because they're big-name quarterbacks having great seasons. You can go with Seattle's Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, despite yesterday's struggles, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. You want to throw in Tom Brady, you can. But if you're looking to buck the trend, look no further than Derrick Henry. He's an old-school running back, and this has been completely different. Henry, he's leading the NFL in rushing, and the main reason why the Titans are 5-0. And yesterday, he took over the, uh, you know, the lead with Tennessee, passed Houston, gave them the game-winning score in overtime. I love Deshaun Watson's reaction when he lost the coin toss because he knew, oh, no, Derrick Henry's going to get the football. It wasn't the Titans are getting the football. Derrick Henry was getting the football. And there were a couple of times in that game where there were some defensive backs making business decisions, as we like to say. They didn't want to try to tackle Derrick Henry. And I can't blame them. And it's not even November. Wait a couple weeks. Nobody's going to want to tackle him. Get cold weather. You imagine 240-pounder. And this guy can run. I don't know how many running backs in their career have had at least two touchdowns of 90 yards or more. Paulie brought it up earlier today before we started the show, and I said, I'm guessing Chris Johnson with Tennessee probably was uh, the only other guy. I know Tony Dorsett had a 90-yard run, I think, against Minnesota, but I don't know too many running backs who have had it. He's had two 90-yard touchdown runs in his career. Yeah, Paulie? Yeah, Derrick Henry's really been a starter for three years. He's got a 99-yard run, a 94, a 75, and a 74. A lot of backs don't have anything like that. And I think because of his size, you don't think he has speed. He has breakaway speed. Yeah, McLevin. He is the fifth player to do that. If you guys could guess any of them besides Chris Johnson, I would be shocked. Hmm. 
So running backs who have had touchdowns of 90 yards or more in their career. Actually, there's one you might get because you lo- you both love them. Everybody here loves Walter them. Walter Payton. No, right. not Walter Payton. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Reactionary. <laughs> yes, Todd. Didn't Dorsett have that big Cowboy Viking Monday Night Football run for like 90 plus yards? Is this thing? Is this on? Oh, did you say Dorsett? But I don't have Dorsett with two, though. Okay. Didn't he lose his shoe on that run? I never, uh, the Cowboys had 10 men on the field. They're fullback. Oh, is team. that what it was? Ron Springs was not in the game, so okay. they did it with 10 men. I'm waiting for Todd to go. Didn't he lose his uh, shoe? But he lost his shoe. Yeah. He may have lost both shoes. <laughs> should I just give this to you guys? Or no. no, 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 no. Um, There's only one that you will possibly get. The other two are totally random. Totally random 90-yard touchdown runs. Modern day? Are they, they old school? Uh, modern day, like 85-ish on. 85. Okay. Yeah, Paul. Fred Taylor. I just I had a feeling. That's pretty good. You're in the totally in the right genre. Genre. Uh, oh, I love sort that of genre. Like a, a guy that you might have drafted right behind Fred Taylor in a draft at one point. Um. Give me a better hint. Okay, one guy could break a bat over his knee. I'll give you that. Oh, Vincent Edward Bo Jackson. Yes. Okay. The other two are so random. Uh, okay. One, he was a great Packers running back, but never not like a Hall of Fame running back. Amon Green. Yes. Oh, good. And the other guy is absolutely random. He's been a Dolphin. He's been a Texan. Bounced around a lot. Lamar Miller. Yeah. Now, this is from the comeback.com, so I'm assuming they're accurate. But it puts um, yeah, his fifth player in NFL history to have multiple touchdown runs of 90-plus yards. Hmm. Chris Johnson, you guys got immediately, too. When's the last time we had an MVP who was running back? Was that, that Adrian Peterson? Peterson? Yeah. yeah. When he hit 2000. 2000? Yeah. 2012, I think. But he came back from an injury, didn't he? And, and that you know, added to the story here. You know, we waited for the Titans. If this was what they were going to be, is it sustainable? I've said the same thing about the Titans the entire time. Great regular season. It feels like they're built for the regular season. It's when they get into the postseason, and that's when you need to make a couple of plays uh, as great as Derrick Henry was, and even Ryan Tannehill has played well. And, you know, that defense is sort of emblematic of who Mike Vrabel is as a person, as a coach, as a player. But, you know, that style is that you would think that that style would be that would travel because you're running the ball, playing good defense. Ryan Tannehill's third in quarterback rating right now, but this is about Derrick Henry. And even when they lined up, it was third and goal at the five. And I went, and he'd lined up in the quarterbacking position. I went, oh, I don't like this play. Because everybody knows Derrick Henry's going to get the ball. It doesn't matter. And you saw that yesterday. A little screen pass, and it felt like there were defensive backs just sort of, you know, I don't want to get too close to him because I might have to tackle him. How about I just give it the effort so when they show it on film, it looks like I was really trying. This program brought to you by the Breeders' Cup, November 6th and 7th. The world's best thoroughbreds compete in 14 exhilarating races at the Breeders' Cup World Championships. Learn more at breederscup.com slash 2020. Catch all the action on NBC Sports. As we do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like, you can dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. McLevin, what kind of poll question do you have for me? Well, we could start with the random or the completely random. It's, it's up to you. Mm. Uh, Let's go random. Okay, uh, this is for clicks. If you're looking at the top two QBs in each of the last five draft classes, which is most likely to produce a Hall of Famer? Joe Burrow and Tua, who looked great in two passes after you alerted us. That was a great text, by the way. That was, I mean, nobody's watching the Jets and Dolphins to begin with, and then it's a blowout. And I stayed till the end because I thought maybe Tua gets in and just hands off. And then he got, he got to throw a couple passes, and I was like, this is awesome. It was just great. And you know who enjoyed it the most? Ryan Fitzpatrick. His reaction on the sidelines is like, this is awesome. Yeah, Paul. You better get comfortable with that view in about four weeks. Yeah, Not the way no, he's playing. No offense. Yeah, look, McLovin. Look at the rest of these classes, though, and how hard it is to produce a, a Hall of Famer. Kyler Murray, who's come down a little bit, and Daniel Jones. Eeks. Mm. Baker Mayfield mm. or Sam Darnold. Eeks. Mm. Then Jared Goff or Carson Wentz. So you're not taking the whole draft class. Just the top two quarterbacks taken in every draft. And I left out 2017 because Mahomes was the second. Yeah, that's not fair. 
but it's interesting to me that these all these ones and twos look great to start, and then they all have big question marks now. Yeah, it's just the position. You're going to have that where you see somebody great. It, we have a referendum every Monday morning or every Tuesday morning after the Monday night games. Remember last week, Packers? Aaron Rodgers playing as well as he's ever played. He bought into the system. Everything's great. You know, they're up 10 nothing. He's got his touchdown celebration, and then he throws the pick six, then another interception, then he misses his tight end who was wide open, and after that, he was gone. Here's Aaron Rodgers after the loss. Well, I think that we just need to take a good look at uh, you know, the way that sometimes our practice habits, a lot of times, uh, you know, we, we talk about uh, practice preparation equals game reality. That's something that Matt's talked about since the first day he got here. You know, I don't think our, uh, you know, our week of practice was that great. You know, offensively, I don't feel like we had a good rhythm. You know, we went outside. It was windy. It was colder. And, and uh, you know, I don't think we practiced our best this week and obviously didn't play our best uh, tonight. No, they didn't. They didn't play, and it felt like, you know, I give credit to Tampa's defense. That's a really good defense. And one of the big reasons why I thought no matter who the quarterback was this year, they were going to make the playoffs because of that defense. And that defense wasn't timid. They attacked, and they put Aaron Rodgers on the defensive. And then Tom Brady got a couple of big plays in there, and then it was just a snowball after that. It became an avalanche there in Tampa. But we'll check in with the Buccaneers uh, coming up. What other poll questions do you have, McLevin? By the way, I'm looking at the worst quarterback ratings for a QB started at least five games. Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, and Kirk D. Cousins. You paid a lot of money with Cousins, number one overall pick in Baker, big pick for uh, you know trading up to get Carson Wentz. Giants surprised everybody taking Daniel Jones. Man, that's where you might have a little explaining to do. Somebody might have some explaining to do. Yes, McLevin. We were wondering uh, NFC contender you're most unsure about, and we were trying to put together a list here. Packers, obviously, after this week. Mm. The Bucks are we are we totally sold? Do you put the Rams even as a contender because they kind of got beat up last night? Are the 49ers a contender? <laughs> and Paulie shot down Seton and I when we said the Chicago Bears. He said, no, nobody wants them as a contender list. So do they even make a poll of contender you're not sure about? I think they're a playoff team. I think they got a really good front four. I think if Nick Foles doesn't make mistakes, then you kind of have your head above water and you end up with nine wins maybe. So I'd say, yeah, the Rams, you know, what was surprising last night, the Niners shut down Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald didn't get to Jimmy Garoppolo, which I found amazing. And this is a Niner team, a little banged up, but Garoppolo, no mistakes in there. Um, who else would I throw? Uh, did you throw in there? Well, what about the Bucks? Are we, yeah. the Bucks defense looked like the, the steel curtain. Last no, night. the Bucks are good. That's a good team. When everybody gets healthy, we, we, we want to christen, we want to anoint in September, and I always say, wait till the end of October and November. Just wait. We do this with college football. We got the Heisman figured out. The NFL, we got the uh, MVP figured out, and we don't. I mean, there's certain givens. Russell Wilson is going to be great from start to finish. Patrick Mahomes will be great from start to finish. I'm curious about Lamar Jackson if he runs a little less during the regular season. You know, are they developing a different kind of offense there in Baltimore? Because Philadelphia, you know, came back and, you know, made it really, really interesting there at the end. Uh, the Steelers, you know, I like the Steelers. I thought this comes down to Ben Roethlisberger. If he's healthy, they're a playoff team. They're a dangerous team. That's a really good defense. No drama there. They beat up on the Cleveland Browns. Remember the Browns last week? We thought, okay, Browns, yeah. Now, I still think they're a playoff team. But I... uh I got issues with Baker Mayfield here. We'll talk about that a little bit later. What other poll questions do you have, McLovin? Okay, uh, in the AFC, we didn't talk about these. Uh, contender that you're most unsure about, Bills, Steelers, Titans. Do you put the Colts as a contender because they're 4-2 and two now? Well, that's they came back to beat the Bengals Yeah, they're, yeah. in Indianapolis. They spotted the Bengals' 21-0 lead. So that's like a win you're not proud of necessarily. Yeah. Like you got the win, but you're not going to be saying, yeah, how about that win? I think you go, yeah, and we beat the Bengals. Um, I'm, I, you know, and Phillip Rivers played well yesterday. 
but I'm I'm not quite sure about the Colts right now. They should be a really good running team, and they've had a good defense the last year and a half. But can they, in a big moment, stop somebody, or you know, can you depend on rely on Philip Rivers to lead you, you know, to a uh, two minute drive to win it, you know, win a game, win a playoff game? Yeah, play. I look at point differential a lot. The Buffalo Bills are four and one. A lot of people like them. They've been outscored by three points this year on the season. Indianapolis Colts, nobody really likes them a lot. I think nationally they're four and two. They've outscored their opponents by 42 points on the season. You know, another team I'm still not sure about the Titans, as strange as that's going to sound. You know, if you look at who they've beaten, you know, they barely beat the Vikings. They barely beat the Jags. They had the game against Houston in hand, allowed Houston to come back and go into overtime. Uh, They did beat up on Buffalo, but they got the Steelers coming up next week. Yeah, McLevin. I mean, their their whole thing with the, COVID has just been so weird too because they were they were out of practice forever. Then Buffalo didn't know when the game was. Well, they, a lot of this they, COVID. Related? They eventually found out when the game. It wasn't like they go, "What? We got a game? No, it's starting right now." But they didn't even know who they were practicing for until like two days I, before the game. Do you think COVID is affecting? Yeah, but a lot the Titans didn't know who they were playing either. Yeah, but it's easy. They had a bye. They got an extra bye week, which is they couldn't go to the facility. I mean, they got a bye week, but they didn't. They couldn't practice there. That's true. Yeah. But what do you need to practice? I, no, I could no. be Ryan Tannehill. Just turn around wow. and hand it to the 250-pound wow. guy who's going to run over everybody. Wow. 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 Uh, will you at least say COVID <laughs> affected the Patriots? Give me that. That was not the real Patriots. You played the Broncos at home. All of a sudden, we're making Drew Locke out to be, you know, John Elway. He's not even Craig Morton. But another thing I could do, I could be a receiver for the Patriots. I could get that open. <laughs> All of a sudden, remember Cam and the Patriots? Oh, look who's having the last laugh. Belichick is. Hey, found his quarterback. It's week to week. You know, that's all it is. It's week to week. But that's what we love about it. Everybody thinks they've got, I've got it figured out. I know exactly how good or how bad. How about them Jets? That's not week to week. That's year to year. And I I started to wonder about this. If I'm Jets management, I don't want to fire anybody because I want us to continue to be bad. I got a head coach and a defensive coordinator who were, you know, yelling at each other. When you have these meetings where the broadcast team comes in from CBS and then they sit down and then you discuss the, you know, you're discussing the, uh, head coach and the offense and the defense, and they're usually pretty bland. You just give a little information back and forth. Next thing you know, Adam Gase and Greg Williams are chirping at each other. But I would would stay the course. I would just keep them in because I want that number one pick overall. Last thing I want to do is have some young guy come in there and go, come on, let's go. Let's get out there and win, win, win. Like, no, I don't want that. We've been this bad. This long now, let's let's have it pay off for us. Yeah, Paulie. The Jets right now are all alone for the number one pick in the draft, and you know if they go with the number one pick and take Trevor Lawrence, they could still probably get a second round pick, a good second round pick for Sam Darnold. A lot of people believe in him, so the the fans are going to want Trevor Lawrence. You're going to be in a must take Trevor Lawrence position, and I know you probably don't want to give up on Sam Darnold, but you'll get something for him. Oh, if I got Trevor Lawrence, I'd give up on Sam Darnold. Plus. You know, you're going to hear it. It's it's already out there anyway. But, uh, you know, Steelers would be interested in Sam Darnold. And, and you know, they could use their late first-round pick on Sam Darnold and really have a, a backup or contingency plan for Ben. You know, Ben's not going to play much longer this year, next year maybe. And then you'd have an actual, you know, talent there who'd have some weapons and you'd probably see the best of Sam Darnold. Yeah, McLevin. You know who doesn't want to see the Jets lose? The rest of the ACC, because that means... Trevor Lawrence will be back at Clemson next year. Name, image, likeness goes into effect. He's not going to the Jets. I mean, look at that skill positions around. Didn't Peyton Manning come back to Tennessee to avoid going to the Jets? <laughs> I Would you check that, McLovin? I, I thought the Jets, they, they had the number one pick, and Peyton decided that he was coming back to Tennessee. I think you're right. I don't know if it just worked out that way, but or it was, you know, something that was conscious on Peyton's part. Yeah, McLevin. Did you guys get stuck watching a little bit of that Jets Dolphins game? Because there was nothing stuck. Else? 
Who yeah. are those Jets skill players? There I, was like Bill it, Johnson and you and, can't you know, you can't say skill position players. You got to have skill to play at the skill position players. But yeah, I was I was watching the uh, the Jets and the Dolphins. I was wondering. I'm not sure Joe Flacco's elite in this situation. <laughs> yeah, Paul. March 5th, 1997, Peyton Manning held, holds a press conference on the campus in Knoxville, Tennessee, to announce that he's staying for another year, and the Jets had number one pick. Everyone figured he would turn pro. The fan base was giddy. That's when they took Keyshawn, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. The Jets hired Bill Parcells in February. Manning was going to come in. So you're saying there's a chance. A press conference to stay. Archie was there. I think it's a press conference to say you're not going to the Jets. It it wasn't that you're staying at Tennessee as much as you're not going to the Jets. You would have gone to grad school if they had to pick the next year. All right, we'll take a break. Phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. We'll settle on a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, and got the matchup that I expected, the Rays against the Dodgers. We'll look at that. And there was one play last night, well, not last night, in this series that nobody's talking about. And I thought it was one of those plays that we would look back on and say, wow. And it wasn't Mookie Betts, Robin, you know, Freddie Freeman of a home run, or even the base running blunder last night. It was another play that was sort of surprising. We'll talk about that coming up. But uh, congrats to the Dodgers, who now take on the Rays. That starts Tuesday night on Fox. Take a break here. We'll check in with the Buccaneers. How big was that win yesterday? You got the Rays in the World Series. The Lightning won the Stanley Cup. And Tampa Bay football is back. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. October is National Cyber Security Awareness Month, a collaborative effort to make sure every American has what they need to stay safe and secure online. And individuals and organizations are being reminded, if you connect it, protect it. And we're all encouraged to take proactive steps to enhance cyber security and protect our part of cyberspace. And it's impor- really important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives because every day we put our information out there on the internet. You could miss certain identity threats by just monitoring your credit. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats like your social security for sale, that number on the dark web. And if you're a victim of identity theft, LifeLock can help you restore your identity easier than you can on your own. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. LifeLock sees threats you might miss on your own. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK. 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com, promo code PATRICK, for up to 25% off. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern, or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com, or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Phone calls, always welcome on Monday, any day for that matter. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. I was talking about the Dodgers and the play in this series that I went back to. Everybody's going to remember the big win last night and the double play that they had with the bad base running. But it's hard to discount that the series seemed to turn on, you know, the Mookie Betts catch and the double play, uh, you know, game 530. Remember Marcel Ozuna was called out for leaving third base too early? I thought that that was one of those plays where it's just a given. I mean, that happens in Little League, maybe American Legion ball, not in the baseball playoffs where you leave third too soon. From that point, when he was you know, tagged out at third base, the Dodgers outscored the Braves 14-5. to There was just something about that play that I thought, wow, that, that's one of those, that really hurts. Now, the double play last night, the bad base running, that, of course, ran them out of an inning, literally. But uh, the Dodgers came up with uh, some big plays. Justin Turner in that fourth inning, that play, you know, that, that's one of those where you're a young team and it came back to haunt you. I wasn't exactly sure what they were doing. I don't know what Riley was doing, getting caught in between second and third. Uh, you ran yourself out of a big inning. And then Bellinger dislocating his shoulder said, can we get rid of that stupid Bash Brothers celebration? How about Nux again? How about Dap? That like it's 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 a disaster waiting to happen when I take my arm as hard as I can and I'm going to smash your shoulder at the same time. Stupid. And even when you jump up and then you like I'm okay with that, but I never understood this like a forearm bash. I'm okay with that. Yeah, Paul. Nobody ever injured on a crisp handshake, Dan. I looked no, it up. No, no. Stupid. It, it just is. <laughs> like, I don't know who said, you know what would be great? How about try this? Like, you're just asking for a shoulder injury. And, and here's the World Series two days away. And plus, you're so jacked up. And you're like, yeah. And then you're going, ow. What am I doing? <laughs> All right. We'll settle on a poll question. Got our play of the day. I want to bring in Rick Stroud. He covers the Buccaneers and the NFL for the Tampa Bay Times. Man, life is good there in Tampa. You got it all, Rick. You got the Lightning. You got the Rays. The Buccaneers are back. Anything, any worries here? None. It's title town Tampa Bay, Dan. It really is. Uh, Unfortunately, it's a pandemic in that nobody can go to the games, right? I mean, they had like 15,000 at Raymond James. But, nah, man, this is as good as it's ever, ever been. Explain that first quarter, though, when the Buccaneers are down 10 nothing. Rodgers doing what Rodgers does, everything's looking good, and then what happened? And then uh, Todd Bowles got them on the sideline and said, I know you respect Aaron Rodgers, but you guys are respecting him a little bit too much. Go out here and start making plays, and that's what Jamel Dean did. And I'm telling you, it was an avalanche after that. I mean, once he made that interception – they just fed off of it. I think after the 10 to nothing lead, they had like 57 total yards the rest of the game. I mean, it was incredible. And, of course, you know, when you hit Aaron Rodgers or any of those older quarterbacks, they don't like that. 
Dan, didn't you expect to see like Jake from State Farm show up at some point, right? When, when things are going that bad for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I, I still, when I'm watching, I, I, the defense should stand out more than it does because that's an elite defense. That's a top five defense. This is all about Tom Brady and he sucks up all the headlines, but that was what was interesting is I was reminded how good the Buccaneers defense can be. Why is that? That it's, are, are we missing it? I mean, has it been there, but we're just noticing yeah. Tom Brady, good or bad? I think it's been there since about the last half of last year. I mean, they led the NFL in, in uh, turnovers, and, and they were one of the top defenses. Once that secondary grew up, those young guys, and Todd Bowles, we know, is one of the best you know defensive minds in the game. Between his disguises and his blitzes, he comes from all over. Those guys have really bought in. And, um, you know, I do think that Tom Brady – has sucked all the oxygen, you know, out of this franchise for a reason. I mean, he's here to try to raise the level of, of accountability and all that. But, you know, really, is it much different? I, I know Tom's skill set is still better than Peyton Manning. But what did Peyton Manning do when he went to Denver, right? He, he was sort of a, of a passenger on the way to with a great defense to the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, when you talk to Devin White and you talk to Levante David and those guys, they don't take a backseat to the offense. They know they get all the headlines and all the money and all that stuff, but they really feel like they're the they're the engine that's going to drive this thing. But do you think Brady would accept? Uh, is he a game manager? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm having trouble trying to read, Tom, because there are games like yesterday. I think he answered about four Zoom questions, and, and he didn't seem he didn't seem all that hyped up about about how he played. You know, he had 160 yard passing. Uh, they didn't have a very good start to the game. He's been really good in the red zone, but they've had guys in and out of the lineup. So I don't think he's he's thrilled with what he's doing yet. Um, but I know he's glad they're winning. I mean, he has said you got to find ways to win these games. And I think yesterday, I mean, they served notice. They can beat one of the top teams in, in the NFC. So let's see if they can keep that going. What do you think is going to be the big hiccup with this team or the thing to keep I, an eye on? I think it's just that, you know, they got to find a way to get healthy and stay there. They're not real deep. I mean, that's the thing. You know, you look at this defense and you're playing with a 33-year-old Jason Pierre-Paul. You're playing with a, a, a 31-year-old Jason Pierre-Paul, 33-year-old Indomitian Sue. There's not much behind those guys. Obviously, the linebackers are great. The, the secondary is young. But it's it, like most teams, you don't have a lot of depth, especially these days. You can't bring players in. So they're going to have to be lucky, and I think that's probably what got them on offense in Chicago on a short week with a bunch of guys that were hurt. You can't have that. Even at receiver, they're not that deep. But if I'm going to say, boy, the Buccaneers are a Super Bowl contender, don't I have to say that the Chicago Bears are a Super Bowl contender because they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are a Super Bowl <laughs> contender? Yeah, if you're going to do the daisy chain thing, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, I don't know that uh, – I really believe the Bucs felt like they, were, they gave that game away. Look, they had the lead with, what, under three minutes to go. Couldn't get a first down. Then, you know, Tom somehow forgets what down it is with the four fingers. I mean, I still don't know what that's all about. So I, I think they look at that. You know, there's going to be games where if you're not ready to play, you have over 100 yards of penalties, you're going to lose. It doesn't matter who you're playing. And I don't know why the Bears maybe don't have the respect they probably deserve. Um, but uh, they, they really felt they gave that game away. Have you driven by Tom's new house that he bought in Tampa? <laughs> You know, there's some controversy about that. I don't think he bought that. We called the realtor and they go, it's not Tom Brady's house. It's not his corporation's house. It's too small, Dan. It's only 8,000 square feet. I mean, I don't, uh, he's living in a 30,000 square foot house right now. I think that would be downsizing for Tom Brady. I don't, I don't know that he actually bought that one. Did Jeter, is Jeter kicking him out? Yeah. Yeah, he's selling it. <laughs> did he, did he, it. how much is that thing? Is that a $30 million home? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's close to, yeah, I think it's close to 30 million, 28, 30 million dollars. So I think the rent on that is about 250,000 or so. <laughs> you can scrape that up, Dan. Why don't we care where Gronk lives in Tampa? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's a great question. You know, he had a house down here and he sold it. Now he's back. His mom's just down the road. So Gronk's kind of a mama's boy that way, but, uh, I, gu I guarantee he's got a hot tub. Oh, yeah, probably several, don't you? Probably one inside and outside. <laughs> Got to. Uh, good to visit with you, Rick. Good to see you smiling Rick. there. Yeah, well, you know, maybe we can have nice things, Dad. <laughs> it's on to Las Vegas. Thank you, Rick. That's uh, Rick Stroud covers the Buccaneers in the NFL for the Tampa Bay Times. I actually knew somebody who had a jacuzzi in their living room 
in a nice house. In the living room, living room? Living room, living room. Because there's indoor hot tubs, but they're usually like a, like a semi-outdoor room. I, I don't want to give any other details on this, but I, I still know this person. Mark Grace. No. I mean, that's uh, he probably does, though. No, I, no. I can't see Gracie with a jacuzzi. Uh, but this person has a legitimate built-in hot tub in the living room. And even if you guess, I'm not going to tell you. I do know people who have been in the hot tub. Is it in the living room or like the living room, the nice living room that you're not allowed to go in living room? No, no, it's it's um, so you walk in the house and then you go up the steps and then it's in that and then it's in a living room there. Josh Dumel. No, <laughs> no. Yes, Paul. If, if we found out the name, will we go? Oh, of course he does. Like if we heard the name without giving it. Is it a he? Oh. Whoa, snap. <laughs> Tony Stewart has a trout pond running through his living room. That That's ain't the different. same as, but he's got a log cabin house. Right. He brings the outside in. That's right. This is, this is a professional jacuzzi in the living room. And I'm not going to give any hints whatsoever. Dara Torres? Really? Dara Torres. <laughs> not Dara Torres. Really? No. Oh. The Olympic swimmer? No. And you've seen this hot tub. I have, uh, I've seen this hot tub. <laughs> I was invited in the hot tub. I did not go in the hot tub, but others were in the hot tub. This program brought to you by Mercedes AMG. Do you suffer from lead foot? Do goosebumps appear for no reason? Stop living with uninspired performance. Visit MBUSA.com slash AMG and find out if a Mercedes AMG coupe Sedan or SUV is right for you. Mercedes AMG driving performance. Does the AMG come with a hot tub in it? It does not. No. It fair, fair does question. not. It's got everything else. No hot tub, though. No. That car is unbelievable. Uh, all right. So John Smoltz will join us next hour. We'll talk about the Dodgers and the uh, Tampa Bay Rays squaring off in the World Series. I love the fact that there aren't days off. Now, there will be some days off. I think after games three and five in the World Series. Yeah, two and five. Two and five. Thank you, Todd. And uh, But I like that, that these games are played. There's very little rest. It's about how deep your staff is. And that's the reason why Tampa was my pick to go to the World Series in the American League. They have the deepest pitching staff. Uh, but you saw that last night with the Dodgers. They have the talent. You know, Mookie Betts is unbelievable. But he looks, I mean, he, he's very slight looking. He's one of those guys that, you know, you see in person, you go, how does he do it? He looks like he weighs maybe 180, maybe. But I said to McLovin, I'll bet he was a great athlete. And McLovin goes, yes, he was. Um, He was all-state bowler. And I said, of course. He excelled in bowling, named Tennessee's Boys Bowler of the Year. He had a high score of 290. He was also a standout basketball player uh, in his senior season. He was uh, MVP of the district, averaging 14, nine assists, and four rebounds, three steals per game. The uh, All-City Player of the Year for the uh, Nashville, Tennessee metropolitan area. And he's also a good baseball player as well. Yes, McLovin. Now, okay, the stealing the home run thing, it's getting old. That Remember like two weeks ago, we were like, this is the most exciting play in baseball? Now that everybody's doing it. He's making it look easy. Yeah. He's the one doing it. Not everybody is doing this. I don't know. It's lost a little luster in these playoffs. <laughs> and not for Dodger fans. I mean, look at that now. I mean, the home run last night, that's what you want to do. Now, the towering home run, yeah. to just stand there, oh. Yeah. But remember when John Smoltz joined us, what was it, last week or the week before? He said every baseball stadium should have a fence where you can rob somebody of a home run. Spoken like a true former pitcher, John Smoltz. Yeah, Paul. Betts is getting so good at it. I want him in the next one to rob it, kind of pretend like he didn't get it, go like, uh, and then hold it up to the crowd. They, they did that in the Korean Baseball League. That's the best clip I've ever seen. That's it's so good. That just happened like a week ago. The guy robbed another guy of a home run, and then he kind of came back down, and then he paused. He's got the ball in his glove. This guy's running around the bases. He's pointing to the stands, <laughs> celebrating, high-fiving. All of a sudden, he gets past home plate, and everybody goes, 
he he caught it. Dude just threw it into second, man. Yeah. <laughs> but he paused. So he catches it, and then he brings his glove back over, and you don't see the ball in there. In slow motion, you do, but you don't see it because his reaction is like, ah, oh, damn. He's so casually just yeah. while he jumps. <laughs> Like, glove goes over the fence, and then he just sort of starts walking in and yeah. waits about, I don't know, 10 seconds and flips the ball in a second. <laughs> <laughs> but this poor guy thinks he's gone yard, and he's celebrating, pointing in the stands. Oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, hey, he he caught it. Nah, he didn't catch it. Yeah, he caught it. Yeah, you're out. Huh? So good. Play of the day is up next. And uh, your phone calls best and worst of the weekend. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, my God. The play, the play, is play. of the day. Runner left side, got it! I'm going to play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Matt looks, end zone, up, goes to Vontae, touchdown! Wow! Over the head of the defensive back. 13 yards. Unbelievable catch for Devontae Smith. That's your play of the day, courtesy of Eli Gold from Learfield IMG. Crimson Tide defense didn't allow a score in the second half after being down 24-20 at halftime. They travel to Tennessee next week to take on the Volunteers. 
Nick Saban, of course. I think Saban was just saying, keep giving me a test. Keep giving me a test till they get positive. And then you get another one. Give me another one till we get positive. I need a three-peat here. Mm-hmm. They had three, three negative tests, and uh, he was good to go on the sidelines. Play of the Day, Play of the Day brought to you by the Breeders' Cup. It's happening November 6th and 7th. The world's best thoroughbreds compete in 14 exhilarating races. The Breeders' Cup World Championships. Learn more at breederscup.com slash 2020. Catch all the action live on NBC Sports. Bruce in California leads us off. Bruce, what's on your mind today? Best and worst of the weekend. Hey, Dan. Uh, Hey, I just wanted to, uh, well, first of all, my best of the weekend is the Dodgers. I've been a Dodger fan for 58 years. I think you and I are close to the same age. And I I know that if I would have been in high school with you, I would have been just complaining relentlessly about the big red machine as my Dodgers always finished in second place. I don't really have a worst of the week, but there's something else I just wanted to say to you. I miss the days when I was, of course, young in high school, and I'd hang out with my buddies in the morning and talk sports and argue about it. And in today's world, this is the one place I can go to and go back and listen to five guys talking about sports. And I want to thank you, Dan. You and Vince Scully are the only two places I've been able to go where I don't know your politics and you've somehow been able to thread the needle and not get into all of that. And in this world today, it is just refreshing. And I want to thank you so much. Well, thank you, Bruce. And good luck to the Dodgers in the World Series. We'll talk to John Smoltz, who was on the call last night. In that pivotal fourth inning, you know, the, uh, the Turner play, because you had uh, two Braves get on with walks and... Riley singles and wild pitches here. Marcakis then grounds into the double play. Like it was just one of those innings that it would it could have blown wide open. But we'll talk to uh, John Smoltz about that uh, coming up. James in Virginia. James, welcome back. Oh, good morning, brother. Happy Monday. Thank you for taking me. Oh man, we are Washington. And, and uh, oh, we got a bad we got a bad phone connection again, James. Give us a call back. Tyler in San Diego. Hey, Ty, what do you have for me today? Dan, good morning. Good. Uh, six four and a high-motored 175. All right. Uh, first off, I just am here to uh, honor Qualcomm, but no, in all seriousness, Dan, um, more importantly, uh, you all, you've always been talking about the uh, pre-1982 or whenever they uh, started recording sacks. And, yeah. um I just want to let you know, if you at all can get in touch with the Sable family, um, you offered $50 per hour. Um I would do that for free, Dan. I just want to let you know that um, I feel like sports deserves that, you know, um, especially all the sports historians out there. But um, so I don't want to waste your time. Getting to my best now, um, an interview on the mothership uh, with uh, on the jump with Rachel Nichols. Oh, my gosh. You got to got to see it. Extra stepbrothers-ish between AD and LeBron. Um, my worst, uh, no Shea and Irving so far this year. Uh, just wondering how come. And um, – no suckets back row or front row. Just want to shout out my guy, Pauly. Love his energy on Mondays. And um, shout out to Jake in Wisconsin. I love that guy. All, All right. right. Well, thank you, Tyler. There's a lot there. He likes your energy on Monday. What about Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? I was going to say, I, don't, I think it's a backhanded compliment. And, and, but I love your energy too, buddy. Yeah. And Shay and Irving, Shay privately reaches out sometimes. But, uh, you know, we, we always love hearing from him. But... The way the Cowboys are playing, I don't know if we're going to hear from Shea and Irving. Yes, he Right now he's screaming, run the damn ball. You yes. know that. <laughs> Jason Garrett, run the damn ball. <laughs> hey, Zeus in Tennessee joining us. Hey, Zeus, how are you? Good, Dan. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? Uh, first off, uh, first, first time, long time. Five nine, solid one eighty. Right. Uh, my best and worst of the week, uh, being my best. Uh, I know they didn't play this week, but my Chargers finally been able to find a mobile quarterback. Uh, I know we've been waiting for a long time for Philip Rivers to kind of move on, uh, but it just gives us hope for next year uh, for him to take this year to learn and kind of develop next year. Being uh, my worst of the week, being. The Los Angeles Dodgers going to the World Series instead of my <laughs> L.A. Angels. All Thanks. right. Well, 
there was very very little chance of that happening, Jesus. So took the drama, the intrigue out of it. Yeah, the Angels have a way of doing that. I was looking at uh, you know how records are deceiving. The Browns are four and two. They've been outscored by twenty four points. The Niners are three and three. They've been outscored by eighteen points. Cowboys first in the NFC East. They've been outscored by seventeen points. You start to try to look at a team after about the first five six games. Then you get maybe a sense of who they are. But you also have to look at the schedule because the Bears, I think, are, are an interesting team. I don't think they're really good. By the way, Tom Brady could shake Aaron Rodgers' hand after the game, but he couldn't shake Nick Foles' hand after the game. Why was that? Yes, McGlynn. The COVID risk is higher when oh, you lose. Oh, is that what it is? Only when, when you lose, yeah. Okay. Your body is more susceptible when you lose. Your defenses are down. Is that what it was? Um, but I start to look at the Bears. They got a three-game stretch coming up. They got the Rams, Saints, and uh, the Titans ooh, coming up. Ooh. I don't know if they're a, a good team. I don't think they're a really good team, but I think they're a good team. I think they're a playoff caliber team. We'll uh, get to more phone calls, give you our best and worst of the weekend, and uh, the Hall of Famer John Smoltz coming up. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.